All right. Welcome on to the 2020 mock off season for the assistant to the general manager podcast. Uh, we're bringing on four, me and Sam are bringing on three other SPC 2019 guys. We've distributed all the teams throughout all of us. We got our player agent. And yeah, we're just going to go through the full mock off season, go through all the free agents, all the remaining trades. And yeah, it should be a lot of fun. We'll get right into it. Sam, why don't you go ahead and give us a little free agency primer just to give some people the information about what's going on. Yep, the salary cap is at 109 again, just a hair over. Um, they basically are using all their numbers from last year. Uh, the tax is going to be uh, 132.6 million. The apron is about 6 million above that, about 138.9. Um, there's the maxes for this year, which there probably won't be any or very slim, uh, six years or less is about 27 million. Seven to nine is about here under 33 million. And then the full max for 10 plus years is uh, just over 38 million. And yeah, the exceptions this year, same as last year. Again, the full mid levels starting just over 9 million. Um, taxpayer MLE is about 5.7. Uh, room exception is a, just a bit under 5 million. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all of the exceptions. BAE is a little bit under four, and um, a lot of teams will have to be using these because not a lot of cap space to go around the league. Yeah, all right. Thank you for giving us that. And now we'll bring on Cooper Hurd and Aram Hanessian, both members uh, or both attendants of the Sports Business Classroom 2019. How are y'all doing? Pretty good, how are you? Pretty good, pretty excited. What about you, Cooper? Doing all right, doing all right. I think you could refer to us as a alumnus of the program, though. That sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? Yeah, that does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess we get right into it. We'll go ahead and each talk about our uh, talk about our teams, we'll go through one team at a time, and just state the team's general goal and off-season plans. So we distributed these teams out via draft. We each draft teams in order of what we wanted so here we go i'll start out with the hawks and the with the atlanta hawks we're looking to make the playoffs this year we have the most cap space out of anyone in the league and we basically plan on using this cap space to sign a combination of vets and young guys who help us win now and hope to maybe add some people who fit to our core as well uh the boston celtics are Somewhat taken aback by Gordon Hayward's decision to uh, opt out of his player option. Um, Indus Kanter has also opted in, and we're going to guarantee Daniel Tice and Semi Ojale. We're still over the cap, and we kind of don't know what we're going to do anymore. The Cleveland Cavaliers are over the cap. We would love to listen to all the lucrative Kevin Love offers. We basically need any influx of talent that could be available. Um, and we're looking to we sign and trade Tristan Thompson or possibly just keep as an asset. Uh, the Golden State Warriors are looking to uh, return to their prior status as championship contenders. Um, now that they have drafted James Wiseman, didn't make any moves on draft night. Um, we are still going to look to use this $17 million trade bonus that we have for Andre Iguodala, if possible. But as sources from the team have stated, uh, we're only using this for a special opportunity, quote-unquote, which would be pretty much anything that would make us better. 
The Philadelphia 76ers did a lot of work on draft night, and we completely overhauled our front office and coaching staff this offseason. So we're pretty confident with the group that we have now, but we would like to see what Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid look like this year with the roster that makes a ton of sense around them now. And, yeah, they're probably looking to shed a little bit of money and improve around the margins while using our full MLE. The Brooklyn Nets are about $20 million into the tax. Nets after declining Garrett Temple's in. Um, with the guards we picked up in the last couple days, Shamit and Brown, we think our depth is pretty good. Probably sit mostly tight here, barring uh, maybe some juicy trade discussions. And we're also going to try to re-sign Joe Harris. Pistons were super active uh, on draft night, adding three rookies, first rounders, as well as uh, Roddy Magruder, Tony Bradley. So we vaporized a lot of our space, but we should have just a bit under 12 million remaining. Um, we hope to sign Christian Wood, and we also hope the rest of the league was not paying attention to exactly how much we are able to offer. The Denver Nuggets are... Uh going to try to compete again for a title this year. Uh, we believe our young core of Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, as well as Gary Harris and hopefully Michael Porter Jr. is going to be enough for us to um, be a legitimate title contender this year. Obviously, we were floored, uh, as reports have stated, at, at the uh, price that the Bucks gave up for Drew Holiday. And now that he's off the market, we're not likely going to be in the trade market, although, of course, we will, you know, be listening. Uh, we're mostly going to be focusing on trying to re-sign free agents Jeremy Grant, um, re restricted free agent Tory Craig, and potentially uh, unrestricted free agent Paul Millsap, if we can come to the right number. The Houston Rockets are trying to spin, I think. Who knows? Um but in reality, we're probably going to say we're going to spend and then not do it. But both of our superstars have requested out, and we are only looking to get off of them for significant packages. For James Harden, we're looking for a young all-star and a decade worth of picks. And for Westbrook, we're just looking to not have to attach an asset to get off of him. Uh, maybe we would be willing to if that gives us a solid return back. Uh, we'll probably take on, willing to take on a little bad money in a deal if it increases the return as well. And since both those are pretty unlikely, we are looking to kind of hedge contention now with still not being having no assets in the future. So if we can move off some of our role players like P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon, maybe bring in a little bit less money or a younger guy of – not quite the same value, but at least younger or get some sort of pick out of it, we would be open to that. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks, <clears throat> fresh off their big swing last night for Josh Richardson, uh, have the full mid-level exception. Uh, we'll probably be sitting mostly tight other than that, but open to see sort of what, what comes our way. The Milwaukee Bucks definitely did not do anything uh, nefarious when they traded for Bogdan Bogdanovich. And as a front office, we basically won our championship over the last week, landing Drew Holiday and Bogdan. So um, we definitely are a championship contender, and Giannis now realizes that. So we expect him to sign Supermax, 
But as far as free agency, we're looking for um, championship seekers and uh, ring chasers to join the uh, squad and live in the great state of Milwaukee. So take your minimums and head on over. Speaking of uh, attracting ring chasers and championship contenders, uh, the Charlotte Hornets are going to be looking to uh, continue building on past years of success and just being a stellar overall franchise. Um, the Hornets are, so I know there have been a lot of rumors about potentially trading for Russell Westbrook. Now that the Hornets have drafted who they consider the best prospect in the draft with LaMelo Ball last night, um, they are going to sort of be shifting gears, focusing more on identifying future cornerstones or at least pieces to fit around LaMelo Ball. This is going to mean evaluating um, you know, Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, Vontae Graham. Um, most importantly for us this offseason, we have about $20.5 million of cap space to potentially spend. And we're also going to look into Devontae Graham extensions if we could uh, come to a, an agreement. Um, back to the Rockstill pick, forgot to add that they, with the moves they've done, they have opened up their full mid-level along with a trade exception for Trevor Reza around just under $13 million. Can't use both because of hard cap issues, but there are some avenues there to improve. Um, now on to the Orlando Magic. So the Magic, they view themselves, or we view ourselves as having a little bit too much talent right now to try to bottom out. And, um, yeah, we have a little too much t talent to bottom out, and we have a lot of vets. So we're looking to still make the playoffs this year, but we'll take any call on any of our veterans and probably just look to use the MLE to get better for this year. The Memphis Grizzlies also have the full mid-level exception and also probably not going to do anything, just like I just mentioned with Dallas. Um, but... Uh, D'Anthony Melton's restricted free agency is probably the, the one thing we're most interested in in Memphis. Uh, the Timberwolves are going to be over the cap, and they have a couple of restricted free agents that they are interested in keeping, but not at exorbitant prices. So we might also be using our full MLE if, if uh, Room, depending on what launch and what go for. And we are going to look to get back to the playoffs because we have a winning culture here and uh, you know, keep that running and make him and Delo as happy as possible. The LA Clippers are, again, another title contender. Um, they're hoping to rebound from the disappointing playoffs this past year. Um, going to consider making moves regarding their free agents. Montrez Harrell is a an unrestricted free agent, but with full board rights. They've got Marcus Morris, who they just traded for with non-bird rights. Um, we are also going to be looking to make trades on the margins, you know, maybe regarding Pat Beverly, um, Lou Williams. Obviously, we already made a trade to pick up Luke Kennard. We're not looking to trade Paul George at the moment. Um, if Kawhi Leonard's agent was to come tell us, that he would want to try to move Paul George for certain superstars that may or may not have asked for trades. Um, we would be amenable to that. But as of right now, we are not looking to deal Paul George. We do have uh, our full MLE, by the way. Chicago Bulls are in a kind of weird place. Our draft plans 
indicated that we might be willing to take a little bit more of the long road and considering we have new management. So we're willing to take any call on any of our young guys, um, except for Patrick Williams, who we just drafted. Probably have a high price on them, but I think there is deals that could be made with some of our young guys. We also have some vets who we think could still help teams and don't have too much use for us right now. And Thomas Sadoransky and Thaddeus Young, we could be, we'd be willing to include them in some form of deal. And yeah, we'll kind of just use our full MLE, see if we can add some young talent. The New York Knicks have about 40 million, a little under 40 million in cash space after getting rid of all of their non-guarantees and team options, except for Reggie Bullock, who we'll be picking up. Um, our off-season plan is basically, if you've ever been associated with CAA in any way, we're willing to offer you whatever it takes to get you on board. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers are just still celebrating their championship. There's a lot of uh, people in the media that think we're not the sharpest front office, but all we do is figure out how to win. We don't care if we give up too much Anthony Davis. We don't care if we overpay for KCP. We just win championships. So we're just going to look to give out some smaller deals. We have um, could have the full MLE um, and minimums, ring chasers. Whoever LeBron wants us to sign basically is what we're looking for. The Indiana Pacers are at somewhat of a crossroads this offseason, which is kind of remarkable given, you know, the Paul George trade was only a couple of years ago. But we uh, are at a spot where we believe this is a very good team we have with Victor Oladipo, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Demonis Sabonis, Miles Turner, TJ Warren. But at the same time, we're about $5 million away from the tax. Um, and there are obviously a lot of questions regarding Oladipo especially. Um, we are going to be listening on deals for Oladipo and for Miles Turner, uh, potentially Sabonis, uh, potentially TJ Warren, although we do see, um, you know, after seeing his bubble performance, we are hesitant to sell what we consider low on him. Um, all in all, though, Pacers are more than willing to sit pat and look at how this team plays next year if they can't find a good deal for Oladipo or for Miles Turner. The Oklahoma City Thunder have been the busiest team in the league the last few weeks, a few days, and this has resulted in us having a lot of veterans we don't really see being a long-term fit. A lot of them are on one-year deals, too, so even if they might be making a little little bit much in the salary-wise, uh, we think they could still should be traded for at solid value. Um, basically, anyone on our team is available. Even not SGA, we're not trying to trade SGA, but if you come with the Godfather offer, we wouldn't say no. Um, and then Gallinari is a huge free agent hold for us, cap hold for us, and we're willing to facilitate a sign and trade if that helps us receive more assets. If not, we are actually comfortable bringing them back and extending it out into the regular season, maybe looking to deal him again. So, yeah, basically all of our veterans are available and we're playing the long game, might use our MLE to improve around the margins. The Portland Trailblazers 
after acquiring Robert Covington, our starting lineup is, is pretty set, but we have the full MLE and the BAE to round out our sort of backup front court rotation. Well, San Antonio Spurs, we don't really make too many trades. We like to take care of our own. We were a little disappointed DeMar DeRozan uh, picked up his player option. We have a lot of guards that we would prefer to play and also probably just not prefer to pay him. But probably look into keeping Jakob Pertl, um and just approve around the margins. We kind of have a longer uh, longer view now that Pop is a little bit older and that our stars are aging. Miami Heat are um, coming out with a finals appearance. They see themselves being a championship contender going in next year as well. While they've still got Jimmy Butler and his prime, and they've got um, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, all these young guys sort of bolstering them from below. Uh, we do have about $20.5 in cap space. Um, we, we are... However, we, sorry, we have the potential to get up to, I think, $30 million in cap space. Um, at the moment, though, we are planning on keeping Goran Dragic's cap hold on the books, which is about $28 million. So we would like to pretty quickly negotiate with him, see if there's going to be a deal that we can come to. Otherwise, um, we may remove the cap hold for Goran Dragic. Um, other than that, we will be looking to attempt to re-sign Jay Crowder and Derek Jones Jr., who are also free agents. And we've heard chatter about Victor Oladipo being attracted to us as a team. Um, we will consider making a move, but we're probably not going to be giving up assets in the way that Indiana would like. Um, and we will be anxiously awaiting to see whether Giannis signs the Supermax. We would, we would very much hope he does not sign that Supermax. The New Orleans Pelicans kind of have a ton of options for this offseason. Cap-wise, we're looking at being slightly over when we keep Brendan Ingram and Derek Favors holds on the books. So we're essentially working with our full MLE, and we actually have the potential to pull off any sort of sign-and-trade we could be interested in with our assets and just the fact that we have no apron hard cap issues. And other than that, we... Are willing to take calls on any of our veterans. We've kind of picked up a, a lot lately and already had some on the roster. So we're willing to take calls on any of the veterans. Uh, we would like to get a little bit younger, but we also have playoff goals. So we're kind of just going to see what opportunities present themselves, whether it's getting a little closer towards contention or trying to get a little younger. The Toronto Raptors are not concerned with the rumors that Giannis is going to sign Supermax, and we're going to stick to the plan of trying to bring back Fred Van Fleet on basically whatever it takes and then throw out one-year deals, big balloon payments for Ibaka and maybe Gasol if he wants to stay in this country. Um, other than that, we plan to basically just keep the powder dry and see what happens next year. Utah Jazz are over the cap. Uh, we would interested in listening to deals for Rudy Gobert if someone was interested. We probably wouldn't tell you this, but we're not too keen on paying his next contract. Um, we also are hoping to retain Jordan Clarkson because we do see ourselves as a pseudo contender and we want to be a strong playoff team this year, especially with Conley's uh, massive number on our books and probably his last couple of years of uh, great point guard play. So we mostly have 
we have the full Emily should we choose to use it um, but mostly we're focused on keeping Clarkson and um, improving in the near term so now that the Sacramento Kings have gone through with the uh, sign and trade to the Milwaukee Bucks for Bogdan Bogdanovich which we are I don't know if Chandler or Sam, do y'all want to speak on that? The Bogdan deal? Yeah, I, I guess we're just going to operate as if it went through. Yeah, yeah. nothing shady happened. Like, we, we just made a sign and trade, and we appreciate your business. Yeah, of course. Sacramento is a uh, respectable, upstanding organization and would never, <laughs> never involved in any sort of tampering whatsoever. Um, however, that deal is done. Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich is no longer on our books. We have uh, DiVincendo, DJ Wilson, and Ersan Ilyasova now, I believe. Um, so now that we do not have to worry about that, and we have removed Kent Bazemore's holders from our books, we have about $27 million in cap space to work with. Um, our main priorities will be filling in some depth on the wing and potentially at the center position. Um, as well as looking into a potential rookie extension for De'Aaron Fox. The Washington Wizards plan on re trying to re-sign Bertans. We passed up deals for him at the deadline. We value him a lot, so we plan on paying him a significant amount, and then we have our full MLE to attempt to help us make a playoff run. Oh, yeah, Cooper, yeah I'm, out, I'm out of teams. Now it's on to you with the Suns. Back to me with the Suns? Yep. Yeah, so now that we've acquired Chris Paul, um, the Suns' plans are a little bit little bit shaken up. Um, I, I don't believe we have a ton of caps. I so Oh, sorry. We're deciding to keep Dario Sarge's cap hold on the books for time being, which means we aren't going to have any cap space. I believe we could have up to close to 20 million if we uh, release his cap hold. Let me see if I can get that exact number. I think it's about 18.9 million, maybe. Um, for now, though, we plan to keep Dario Sarge's hold on the books, um, negotiate with him and Aaron Baines, and try to just... Right, okay. Yeah, we're not going to have any cap space because of the Chris Paul deal. Um, I, either way, our plans are to try to negotiate with Dario Saric, potentially Aaron Baines, um, and bring back the core of the team we had last year. All right. One quick, one quick addendum to the Lakers. Uh, we do realize Anthony Davis is, I guess, a free agent, and we're just going to give him whatever deal he wants, and I'm sure it's a long one because he loves being in L.A. The Charlotte Hornets will have some staunch opposition to that deal. All right, so that is all the teams and their off-season plans. Um, I think the most logical place to start with the actual transactions would be just looking at the trade aspect of things uh, with this not being the best free agent class. So to start it off, I think I'm as the Rockets, we just want to know if anyone's interested in James Harden and Russell Westbrook. I mean, the and, Nets are, but we have – as the Nets, we'd rather talk to Washington first. Okay, you can Washington here. Uh, so we've heard some posturing, shall we say, in the media recently that Bradley Beal, you don't plan on trading him, 
we were wondering whether that's real or whether it's just for now or what, what's your feeling on Bradley Beal? Because that he would be our number one target. Well, I wouldn't call it a non, uh, like, I wouldn't say it's a 0% chance that we trade him, but we're going to need to be absolutely blown away. We've been waiting for John Wall to get healthy and let the two run it back, and we're trying to make the playoffs this year. We think we can be a, a five seed. Run it back or sort of slowly hobble around it back? Something like that. <laughs> uh, okay, so, I mean, I guess we might as well just throw out our offer for Beal and see what it, see what you think. Um, Beal's a little easier because his number is so much lower than Harden. But we would do Levert, Allen, two firsts, and, and a swap. Wow, so not even as many and we would have to include, we would have to We would have to include, yeah, but you're getting two two guys in their early to mid-20s who are good players, which did not happen. Instead of 35-year-old George Hill and 30-year-old useless in the playoffs, Eric Bledsoe, we're giving you superstar in the bubble at Karis LeVert and a 23-year-old starting center. Very different. Um, we'd have to add a little bit more salary, but I don't know. Wouldn't really be a problem. Um, so that structure is interesting, but if we're going to make a deal this offseason, it would have to be Paul George level type offer. And what if we threw in Dinwiddie? All that, gets, that gets really interesting too. But I think at the deadline, I would be willing to make that move if things don't look good for the Wizards. But right now, <laughs> deal. <laughs> All right, see you at the mock trade deadline. <laughs> um, okay, so, I mean, if, right, if so anyone wants Houston. to... Yeah, back to Houston, or if back anyone else to wants Houston, to have a godfather offer at Beal. No, so the Nets will go back to Houston then. Okay. I have a feeling we might have a very similar conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure I'm willing to even offer that much. I mean, it would depend on when the picks are and when the swaps are. If you're willing to take them all in the next, like, three years, basically, then we can have a conversation. But we're not going to push out obligations four years in the future for a guy who's got two years left, who's already said he's leaving in two years before he's even gotten here and is 31 years old. So we'll trade the same three guys. You'd have to take... uh, Torian Prince, too. So we'll trade those four, and then essentially, like, our 2021 and 2023 first and a 2022 swap. That's the offer. Yeah, I think we're going to have to hang up on you on that one. Good. <laughs> deep down deep down inside, I'm happy. <laughs> um, Sam, do you want to take over my Philadelphia 76ers for a second? Sure. For Harden? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Daryl Morey, I should have the inside edge on Harden. So, like, just Ben Simmons straight up? Is that what you're thinking? Well, you you kind of screwed us over, so we don't have any interest in doing business with you. (laughs) You're going to have to give us every single asset you have. Mike Scott, is he an asset for you? And you're going to have to come run all my casinos. (laughs) Oh. The Nets actually forgot to mention, you know, our owner is Joe Sy. We could probably get you some of that 
uh, you know, those sweet Chinese dollars back in that you guys have been losing, you know, so we could rework that talking. into the trade too. <laughs> now we're talking. That's an offer. Um, but we'd but, have to probably drop it down a first round pick if we're going <laughs> to do some outside of the CBA stuff. Um, but back to the Sixers. So I guess, <laughs> I guess this is kind of the same boat as the Nets. We prefer that offer, though. We do really like the idea of picking up Ben Simmons, who has five years left under contract, 24. Uh, we believe we can actually build somewhat of a team around him. Um, that's very intriguing, but it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to do it for Ben Simmons straight up. We'd, actually, we'd need a good bit more, especially if we're going to do the move now. Is there anything else you can do for me? Uh, I can just inform you that James Harden doesn't want to play basketball in Houston anymore and that he's looking for a way out so what are you going to do are you going to sus suspend him are you going to find him for not showing up or how, how are you going to play this out yeah we'll figure it out <laughs> i mean like what like a couple picks mike scott and ben simmons or like what are you trying to get after here yeah i mean that is that does get a little bit interesting we do like the idea of trying to get some picks and they're not even really for making them just to add to our asset pool so ben simmons maybe one young player and two picks or so that's that's the type of offer we'd be looking for I mean, simmons is like seven years younger he yeah i don't know it's really hard because i don't like simmons as much as most people so i mean if maybe we could haggle on the picks but that would be something i'm interested in but maybe since i didn't actually have the sixers other people could chime in to see if that's even remotely realistic uh, yeah, I'll, actually, I'll just say one last thought on it, and we'll throw it to everyone. Um, so, in reality, I don't see any possible way a deal would get done this offseason. I think it had to be the deadline. But if I in like like hopping out of the GM for a second, just looking at it, I would really be interested in a package around basically what I said, Ben Simmons and a couple picks at the deadline. But I don't think there's any way that a deal would be done this offseason. I think you just have to at least try to convince James Harden to stay first and let the market build up. Yeah, I mean, I think part of the problem here is that he said he's going to go hit free agency in two years. So, like, it just doesn't make sense for these teams to give up. I mean, the Nets are giving up four, three and a half rotation players. They can't also throw in every pick for a guy who's leaving in two years. And Philly is the same way. It's just like you can't throw everything in in here. So yeah, I agree. I I, I kind of don't think, especially with the especially with Beal hanging over everybody's heads, because he's he's just his timeline is much better for both of those teams. I don't know if people yeah. disagree with that. It's That's super hard. I feel. Harden deal, I think, is super hard. I'm not as much concerned about the fact that he's said to hit free agency. I mean, maybe. Daryl Morey can convince him to stay. He has two years and a player option. Like, I don't know, what was that option? Like, 46 million or something ridiculous? Like, if he's still top of his game, he could get a max again. But I'm not as concerned about the year since it is still a two plus one. I'm more concerned about, yeah, if, if they would take that big swing for Ben Simmons and we're like seven years younger. He's also 31. I mean, it's right. not. Okay. Even All even right. if he's not gone, yeah. Do you want him for fifty forty seven million dollars as a thirty three year old? I'm not totally convinced to do. Yeah, um, it's it'd be real interesting negotiations there. Um, 
So we can move on to Westbrook real quick. I'll probably just start with calls there because I don't think there's too much interest for him. Um, Indiana, how much do you value just making the playoffs? Do you think Westbrook can help you with that? I mean, we made the playoffs this past year without Westbrook. Um, I don't really see where Westbrook really ch- – I mean, what? so what are you thinking? Um, what would you want from us for this sort of deal? Um, well, we know Victor Oladipo has some negotiation issues with his contract going on. He apparently is telling the Knicks he'd rather play for them than Indiana. Um and he's got injury issues, all that. He's about set to get paid. We see that he's kind of in a he's kind of a distressed asset, just like Westbrook. And the way we're looking at it is, you essentially, like you said, you made the playoffs, had a pretty good season without Old Depot. He's basically a zero or a negative when he was healthy. So we were thinking maybe we could work out some form of swap there, where we take on whatever dead money you prefer, you'd want to get off of as well. Maybe like Jeremy Lamb, who probably won't play at all this year. And it's, we just view it as you would essentially be adding Westbrook to a team that was pretty good and the team that has ownership that definitely values staying relevant. Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing is, I don't know if I necessarily see a ton of dead salary. I mean, you're saying Jeremy Lamb. I get he was out last year, but I mean, we still think he's going to be a valuable player at that $10 million. Um, I, I mean, I guess what we could do is say Oladipo plus Lamb plus McDermott, but to be honest, I'm not even sure that you shouldn't be giving us a pick in that situation. Um, so I, I'm sort of struggling. I mean, honestly, the thing I would see being maybe the most appealing for both sides would be something like Oladipo plus Turner. But obviously, in that case, we're expecting some sort of asset return from the Rockets. And I'm just not sure how how enticing any of y'all's potential assets would be. I'm just I, I, I definitely am somewhat intrigued by this idea, but I struggle to see a yeah. good fit. Okay, so yeah, I'm basically that's kind of where I figured your mindset would be. Um the Rockets would be willing to increase their offer. Um, I think maybe this is something we could circle back on at the end, kind of just evaluate how free agency goes for us, and then maybe just touch back on it. But the Rockets will like definitely aren't ruling out the fact that we like might be willing to include a pick or Daniel House, a two-way wing on like a $3 million contract, something to make that deal a little better. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, I, I like the idea of, keeping this in the back of our minds because I would like to see too if anyone else is interested in Oladipo um, interested in Turner Sabonis you know I, I, I would I would definitely like to put that on the back burner and maybe revisit that um, depending yeah. on how both of our both of our free agency periods go okay perfect um, I think the next order of business uh, Golden State would you like to just make some calls about your trade exception hold on hold on Nick's oh. here <laughs> uh, we'll take Westbrook, but just, we're not giving we're not giving up anything for him. And you're taking Julius Randle. Well, well, but he but he's done after this year, except for a four million guarantee. And we'll 
yeah, we'll just, that's our offer. We're not going anywhere with it. Um, you know, it's, it's it's not getting increased, but it's Randall for Westbrook is our offer. For the sake of negotiations, I'll say we don't want to take on Randall because he's dead money. Blah blah blah, he's whatever. Not, he's but, not dead money. But in real life, I actually would like Randall on the Rockets. But no, I mean, I think I'd rather. Maybe if nothing else happens with Indiana, we can touch back on that. Uh, but I mean, you're getting yeah. off of him for basically no, you're basically nothing. I mean, that's, that's something that's, we'd be that's, interesting. That's we'd be interested in that if we moved Harden first. Like if we're if we still have Harden yeah. on the yeah. roster, we're not. I mean, we might as well keep Westbrook and try and be good. Kind of not okay. really interested in salary dump, but. Yeah, we'll touch back on some Westbrook stuff later. Um, Golden State, you got the floor. Chandler, I think you might be underestimating how good of a value Kevin Knox is, dude. You're sleeping on the Kevin Knox chip. I mean, Julius Randle's money is He's not available. I didn't offer Kevin Knox. Oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Kevin Knox off the table. That, That makes a lot more sense. Um, so, as far as the Warriors are concerned, yeah, we have a few names, um, a few that have sort of popped up actually off, off of this uh, last week or so of trades. So, I think the first team I want to go to uh, would have been the Thunder, but I'm actually going to go now to the Timberwolves. Y'all just reacquired Ricky Rubio, is that right? Um I'd be interested in seeing how much you guys value Rubio. I guess I actually don't know what the details on the trade were. Did y'all give up any value for Rubio? Uh, they moved, we moved from 17 to 25 and 28, and I think so. No, Johnson is in the deal. So, I mean, no. Because 25 and 28 oh. is probably not even that much worse than 17. Oh, I didn't realize you got off of James Johnson, too. Well, yeah, I, wow. So I don't, I don't know if that's been reported, but I have to imagine that that's what it was. Right. Okay. Um, so, I mean, we'd be interested in taking Rubio. Um, maybe we could throw in a second round pick or, um, let me see who these guys we just drafted were. I think there were maybe a couple of guys we might be willing to throw in. Oh, you want Nico Mannion? Yeah, we'll throw Nico Mannion in with, uh, with our trade exception. Not too interested in Mannion. We had like a chance at like four or five picks before Mannion went off the board. And how about Jordan Poole? He do anything for you? Uh, no. So I mean, we actually like Rubio. I don't think this was. I think this was. Well, I can speak as um, the GM. We, we wanted Rubio. Like I don't know if you know this, but the West is not very strong, and we're actually going to be a playoff team next year. So Rubio gives us a little boost, and also we drafted him, so it's a little homecoming. Uh, our fans who can't come to the games are going to love it. Yeah, that is fair. Um, and yeah, I do. I do. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and throw out a couple of these names. Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to offer much in the way of assets just because there's not that much I have. And as Buddy did point out, we're already like 16 million bucks into the tax. So, it, you know, if I can get a few of these guys, I would probably pull the trigger because I think they'd be worth it. But you know, I'm not just going to take on any $17 million salary for the hell of it, for the heck of it, sorry. Um, so next team I want to go to, Pelicans, Eric Bledsoe. So what would the offer be? We'd take Eric Bledsoe. Um, no, we'll hold on to him for now. Okay. I think, so if I've got two second round picks, I'd be willing to offer two second round picks 
and, you know, Jordan Poole or some other young guy. We just don't really have that much in the way of assets. Uh, Pelicans would like, if they're giving up one of the vets, they'd probably want a first round pick. Otherwise, they're fine with just trying to be good. Fair enough. Um, that includes JJ Redick? Yeah. If you um, send us the Golden State 21 first with some protections, though, we could do a lottery protected. Let me get back to you on that. Um, okay. How about uh, last? You know what? Yeah, I, I have a feeling I'm not really going to get any of these players unless I'm offering more value. So last okay. one I'll go to. Okay. I mean, would you just give me Rudy Gay straight up? We'd want a small asset, but probably nothing overly significant. Let me first talk to the Bulls. Um, okay. Sadoransky or Thad Young, either of those guys. Yeah, they could be had for pretty cheap. Would Jordan Poole be cheap? Yeah. Um, maybe just like one distant second to help boost I think the Nets can, I think the Nets might be able to beat that. So I, w- I would hold on a minute there. For which of those guys? For uh, Fed. I, I'd be willing to do Sadoransky for uh, Poole and... Let me see if I can find my seconds. Uh, a distant second. Yeah. Um, and then we'd, we'd also be willing to take Looney if you want to just save that tax savings. If not, yeah. we're fine. Yeah. No, I'd love to do that. Okay. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Real quick before we try to lock that in, um, the Thunder wanted to know if you had any interest in Kelly Uber. And that's why I, he actually his salary declines too. He's uh it's only fourteen three seven five for this year. I did have him on my list. Um, this is another one of those though. I'm I'm hesitant to give up a first round pick for Ubre. Um, you know, if you would take two seconds and Jordan Poole or we were thinking Pascal. I was just looking at that. Um, so Pascal for Ubre straight up. Yeah. And we'll eat whatever money you want us to eat as well. We figure we feel that Ubre will probably provide more value this year. You get the inside route to resigning him with his bird rights, um, or even non-bird would probably be sufficient. Uh, yeah, we just feel, and there won't be too many minutes for both anyway. If you pick it up, plus Raymond Green. Can I get some input from the uh, from the peanut gallery? What do y'all think? Because I do, I do like that in theory. I just, I do like push y'all a lot. I wouldn't do it. It's, okay. it's just too much money. It's just, too, it's just too much money. That's call for Ubre. It's just straight up. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll eat Looney's salary too. I mean, it's I don't still... care about spending other people's money, so I kind of want to get. I think you're taking on only like seven million. It's a lot of tax money, though. It's a yeah, lot of it's tax times, money. It's times four. Like, like five, times five ish. They're light years ahead. I, I don't have luxury. Theirs. Luxury boxes are going to be full. Like, they got to no, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, I am somewhere in the middle of like, yeah. At, at a certain point, it's not my money, and I really care. And you know, this is this is like the greatest Golden State. This is the greatest sports team since in San Francisco since like Joe Montana, right? I mean oh, are we are we sure changing? that that's true after yesterday? Yeah. That's that's part of the problem here. It's not a championship team anymore. I I, I think that would be 
yeah, this is something, you know, I think ownership would have a huge hand in making this decision. Um, I, so I guess, I mean, this, this trade, this, this trade exception is going to expire really soon, isn't it? That's sort of why we need to deal with it. Yeah. So five minutes, it expires. Oh, man. So for the record, too, Uber is making like four million more than Sadoransky. So, I mean, yeah, it's like the tax payment, too. But this is also the year where you can get a little bit of a tax break where um, it's not and it's not just a percentage off of your final tax payment. It's what you would be into the tax. So it's actually a pretty good tax saving from uh, the escrow and all that. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. Could I get either Rubio or Bledsoe for... Pashal and Looney. Not really. No, not Blitzo. Um, it's the Thunder, right, with Ubre? Yeah. Why don't you throw me like a like a Lakers? Or a Clippers first way down the road. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna throw you Pashal, I mean he's clearly worth a decent first in this year's draft, right? Nah, I don't think we're willing to do that. You throw me a second? Yeah. Throw sure. me a second and I'll do it. Okay, we can lock it in then. Uber um, in a second for Pashal and uh Looney? Yep. Done. Alright. Um so we'll lock that in. All right, well, from the peanut gallery, I think the Saturnansky trade makes significantly more sense. Um, I It's so yeah, much less money. He, it, it's, it's tough. I guess what I'm thinking is there's – I mean, they found Michael Mulder on, like, the minimum last year, and he's a serviceable backup guard. I'm just a lot more confident I can find a backup guard or a two. As but you, a need a, you need a starting two. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess that's the thing, right? If Clay's out for the year, then I'm sort of screwed anyways. I'm sort of just doing this in ideal sit. Right, that, I mean, it's, it's, it's really difficult to sort of gauge this team. I mean, it was already difficult to gauge them just because we don't know if they're a contender or not, as is coming to this year without KD. Um, but I just, I really don't. I really don't know what to do with this team. I think this is one where you'd have to sit down with your owners for a few hours um, to really figure this out. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, they probably have a limit on what they'll spend. Um, so it, anyone else want to make a trade call? I'll say, just for the record, the Bulls have made or are willing to take calls with Zach Levine if that interests anyone. All right. I'll take that silence as a no. Um, so, yeah, we can circle back to these trade talks whenever. Um, maybe it will come up organically during free agency, or we can just talk, talk about some more at the end, maybe some of the low-level stuff. But now we're going to bring on Buddy Scott to be our player agent. How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty well. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep, we're excited. Um, you ready to run a hard bargain? Yes, sir. All right, so first order of business, I guess I'll just let you set the table. Um, Anthony Davis, biggest free agent on the market. What's he doing? Yeah, this is a hard one. Um, 
I'm thinking about a one plus one to align the contract with LeBron's contract because he has a player option next year. Um, but also, you know, with the cap probably only increasing 3%, and if I sign a two plus one, that's an 8% raise in the second year. Uh, it's pretty enticing. So uh, I guess I'll ask the Lakers, what are you planning on doing this offseason to improve our roster and let us go back to back? Oh, well, we landed Dennis Schroeder, so now we have a scoring guard that we think we were lacking last season. Of course, you are going to be the cornerstone of our future uh, as LeBron fades into his twilight. Um, I think we saw, like, we could throw just about anyone with you two and win last year. I mean, Russo is kind of a relative nobody. Rondo is, like, good one day, terrible the next. Kuzma's hit or miss. Like, I think we definitely can improve around the margins. Like, all really weren't that great, so... And I think with you and LeBron, we have plenty of um, ammo to go to free agents and say, hey, um, we have minutes for you, we have a role for you, and we have a spot in the finals for you. I mean, that's what LeBron does. So we're, that's that's the way we see it. And we we would love the longer the better, but uh, two plus one full max sounds good to us. Yeah, I've, I think I'll do the two plus one. Done. Love it. All right, AD back to Lakers, two plus one. Is my audio on? Um, okay, so now I think we should get Fred Van Fleet's agent on the phone or let him set the table, make the calls. Yeah, so first we want to we talk to the Raptors, see what, see what initial offer you, you got for us. Well, I mean, we'd obviously love to have you back, but it was kind of a bad draft night for you. I mean, the Pistons are done. The Suns made their trade early in the week. The Hornets drafted LaMelo Ball. The Hawks have Trey Young. I mean, that kind of just leaves the Knicks um, as competition. We're obviously still going to offer you an incredibly competitive offer. Um, Hopefully, it's enough to get you to not really go out there and test the market a ton. But we do want to use the fifth year to sort of pad down the the numbers on a yearly basis. So we were thinking five years, eighty-five million. Well, Malcolm Brogdon got what four years, eighty-four, and you know he he didn't get a Finals MVP vote from Hubie Brown like I did. So uh, I don't know, man. Um, Knicks, Knicks, you got anything? I'm, I'm kind of surprised by only 17 million a year. Come on, Knicks, you got 40 million in cap space, and you, you need a point guard. You took Obi Toppin. What do you got for me? Well, we also took Emmanuel quickly in the first round. Um, <laughs> I mean, Would the you Knicks rather me or Emmanuel quickly? Well, you obviously, but you know, I, I'm not sure competition is in our immediate future. And uh, we also, you know, we're we're deep, we're deeply engaged in. Uh, a trade to get Russell Westbrook, which we ex- expect to come to fruition any any second now. And uh, I mean, the Knicks will offer. Let's see. I, I think the Knicks offer four for eighty. But uh, that's, Hawks, kind of a, that's kind of a last offer for the, from the Knicks. We're not going to go above that. Hawks here. It seems like Fred VanVleet isn't getting valued that much. So we'll throw it out there. We'll go four for eighty-five. 
You, we yeah. we envisioned you played a pretty similar role to what you play now. Uh, you'd start at the two, guard the best guy on the other team, play off the ball with Trey, then run the second unit. You're looking to make the playoffs in the near future. You're probably actually be in a similar role, but actually have more chance to be on the ball. I know you've recently said that on a podcast you think you're just scratching the surface. So we give you a little bit more on ball opportunities, let you grow with our young core, and just kind of excel at what you're doing now. We'll just throw it out there. Four for 85. Yeah, that's a very competitive offer, Hawks. Um, I guess my question to you is, uh, you know, I've I've grown accustomed to being on very good perennial playoff championship contender teams, you know, so um, this contract would eat up about half of your cap space. How do you how do you foresee yourself spending the other half? Because I want to be on a competitive playoff team. Well, we actually think that we were a little bit better than our numbers represented last year because when we had our main guys on the court, we were like somewhat respectable in terms of um, net rating and other advanced metrics. And then we added essentially just Clint Capella to that. So we added a top half starting center. Um, we still have around 20 million in space. So we'd be looking at it as adding two starter level guys, high end starters and you and Capella to what we had. Um, then with 20 million to still improve, we'd look to lock down another wing, maybe even chase Gordon Hayward or whoever we view as the next best guy in the market. So I think there'd be potential to make one more significant move after that. And then we'd look at a starting lineup of Trey, you, Capella, and then at least one other high-end starter. All right. Yeah, that's, that's really intriguing. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm used to, you know, playing in a two-guard lineup with Kyle Lowry. So I, I think me and Trey could work, but Raptors, you know. Um, I just All right. So, what is it gonna what is it gonna take to, to four for eighty five? We're, we're kind of. I guess we may have misjudged the market here. So, uh, yeah, we we want to kind of end this. I guess. You know. Um, yeah. So four for eighty five. It's the average annual value of a little over twenty one. Um, yeah, it starts at about, about twenty. Okay. Um, about five for. 100 with a player option. That, that's less average annual value than I was just offered. It is. Uh, we'll do it without the player option. Five for 100 mm-hmm. straight up. What's five times 21.25? 105? How about five, five for 105? No, no player option. That's that's the same as the Hawks offered me just extra year, but you know if, if you don't what get if we, you know what if we have yeah so if I mean but it's an extra year there's a lot of extra it's a lot of extra money as a 31 year old um, if what if we half yeah, guarantee the last year mm. five for 105 with 90 basically 95 guaranteed um, so you're getting the Hawks offer plus 10 million. I, I do it if the guarantee was something along the lines of if we make an NBA Finals, if we win an NBA Finals, that automatically gets fully guaranteed. I, yeah, that's, I do right, five, that's five for one and five. All right, that's fine. Okay, cool. Block it in. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair compromise. Um, and then we'd we'd want it to dip too, but we're both too lazy and not functional enough with Excel to uh, dip in the figure out exactly. That- yeah. yeah, we don't have to figure it out, but yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. All right, so I believe that Gordon Hayward's agent said he will be opting out. Apparently, yes. Um, 
I'm opting out of over $34 million as a oft-injured 30-something-year-old. Yes, I'm going to hit the open market. What? Uh, what's uh, What's on the table? Knicks, Hawks, what do you got? Well, the Hawks are very interested. Um, we think you could be a very solid number two in our starting lineup. Also play really well off Trey and then let you get the ball a lot more than what you're getting in Boston. Um, we do plan to continue to get better from here on out and continue to go further in the playoff or make the playoffs and try and go further. So to convince you to opt out, we knew we had to throw you a pretty substantial offer. So we were thinking something we don't have an exact offer in mind yet, but somewhere in the 20 to 26 million per year, depending on how many years you're looking for. So what are, just what are you looking for, Gordon Hayward? I was thinking about something like four for a hundred. Um, and we could, I mean, I don't know what the rest of the marketplace holds, but, but I, I think that's pretty fair value. And we can have that decline if you want, as some of your rookie extensions kick in. Uh, but just around that range would be good. So if we were getting that high, we were looking to keep it three years. Um, so I think what we'll come in at our counter offer would be somewhere around the lines of like four for, we'll say either four for 90 or three for 75. Okay. Um, Should I opt it in? Well, yeah, but for the sake of this exercise, <laughs> we will find if I opt out. Uh, Knicks. So, what, sorry, what was that offer? Four for 90 uh, or three for 75. Yeah. Well, the Knicks aren't really interested, um, to be honest. Really? But, yeah. I mean, four for 90 or three for 75. I mean, we would do the, the three for 75, I guess, if you prefer coming here. I mean, we'd also, we'd, we'd offer you just the max for two years. What? Okay. Oh, it's the ten-year max. No, never mind. Wait, you're not, yeah, you're not sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking it was still the seven to nine. I forgot it was ten plus. Um, the Knicks would do like two for. Uh, sorry, the Knicks were not expecting to be involved in this. Uh, so if we did two for like sixty. Okay, Hawks. Hawks yeah. will go a yeah, little the Knicks, high. the Knicks will do two for 60 or, I mean, if you really want it, we would, do, <laughs> we would just give you the cap, give you our cap space for, for on, on a one plus one or a two minus one. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, I, so I'd be getting a raise in what I opted out of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we're not giving you any kind of long-term assurances here. So um, and then and then Boston would Boston would also as Boston we would yeah, I forgot about Boston yeah you have, you have full bird rights you can offer me we do have, we do have full bird, full bird rights we have some tax issues although we're obviously will, we assumed you'd pick up your option so we're willing to go in the tax our biggest issue is Tatum's extension next off season um, but we can. Uh, when is Kemba off? I mean, we could align you with Kemba, which we would match the three for 75, the 25 a year for three years. Um, one more team I wanted to talk to 
Uh, it would probably be for less money. But the Miami Heat, would you be willing to throw to renounce Drogic and Crowder and and uh, give me whatever cap space you have? I think you said it was twenty and a half. Are you talking about a one-year deal? Uh, or no. offered three or four years for most of these other teams. So I was, yeah. you know, I mean, Giannis is going to sign the supermax. You don't want to, you don't want to be the Celtics and just be so close to keeping on doing something but never actually do it. You know, I'm a, I'm a very good player, and you just made the finals. You want to stay competitive, so you can offer me all of that cap space. Well, I would say we also don't want to be like the Celtics and pay you a lot of money and then have you be injured. So I just got offered the ten um, max. That's all I'm going to say, and this is half of it. As much as we appreciate your interest. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna pass on this one. All Should right. have to pick up okay. the phone in 2017. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. All right. So right now I got the Hawks for either four for ninety or three for seventy-five. The Knicks two for sixty, and the Celtics at three for seventy-five. Hmm. Yeah, real quick too, Boston. Would sure. you have any interested any uh, interest in maybe trying to form a sign and trade? Let y'all create a trade a player exception, and maybe we'll throw you back Deadman. No, we can't take any money because then we'd have serious hard ca- hard cap issues. Um, we're, well, even if you – so if you lose Hayward and pick up Deadman, you would have issues with hard cap? I mean, if we lost Hayward, picked up Deadman, and used the full MLE, we would be bumping pretty close to it. We'd still be okay, but um, it would kind of it would it would it would limit our flexibility going into the season by enough. And why would we take on Deadman? That's kind of well, part of this. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a negative value, but we just thought that. I mean, if you viewed since you would be losing Hayward for nothing, at least up someone who's still significantly cheaper and could probably play somewhat of a role. I mean, yeah, we just throw that out there if that interests you at all. I mean, what we would yeah, like to I, do is take Deadman for uh, in like a separate transaction. We might have to throw in like Ojo. Oh, Cantor and Poirier for, for Deadman uh, works, I think. Now we're on the big names. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But we, we could get there with, with like Edwards or Guaranteeing Javante Green or something, um, so that that's what we, we would if if you took all our bad money and we took Deadman, who's also a bunch of bad money, um, then we might be interested because that kind of alleviates the hard cap issue and we'd create the, the trade exception. But we're not going to do we're not going to the twenty million or the I guess we're talking about like a twelve million dollar trade exception for taking on thirteen million of Dwayne Deadman. We're not interested in that. Okay, so I. I'm wondering, uh, as Hayward's agent, if there's any teams over the cap that are that want to talk to Boston about a sign and trade. I mean, Dallas would, but the contracts going back are way worse than Deadman, and have and that would actually cause hard cap issues. So that doesn't really work. That's that's the only one of my teams. Um, New Orleans might be interested. Would uh, is there anyone on New Orleans that'd be make it interesting for you, Boston? 
I mean, yeah, yeah, we'd we'd be interested in uh, Josh Hart. I mean, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Melly. I don't see any reason not to just take any one of those guys. Zion. Yeah, actually, uh, I don't think New Orleans would be interested in taking on uh, the potential money it would take to get Hayward. But I will say, Atlanta. Is willing to increase their offer a little bit if that's what it takes to keep them or to get them. Yeah, I I like that fourth year that, it, that Atlanta's offering. Uh, I think that's the only team to offer a fourth year. So, yeah, I mean, the reason why I opted out is I'm not super thrilled about being kind of the third wing in Boston, especially as Jalen and Jason get into their primes. So that four for 90 from Atlanta um, is a really good offer. Uh, but the Knicks at two for 60 is also caught me off guard. Uh, and I would be betting on myself that I could make $30 million over two years after my age 32 season. Um, yeah, I, I like that Atlanta offer you. So I, I, I initially asked for four for a hundred and your offer was four for 90. Would you do like four for 95? I think I would think I'd do it if it was four for 95. We can structure that however you want. Yeah, I think we do the four for hundred if we can make the last year like a team option. Hmm. Or, or that's on the table, and then four for ninety-five uh, st- straight up. There's no options on the table as well. Would you do four for a hundred as le- and like a fourth-year partial guarantee, and then like the Van Vliet contract gets get something where like if I do something, it gets fully guaranteed early. Yeah, sure. Or if the team does something. Yeah. Hmm. So how yeah, could you like half guarantee that in the fourth year and then do something similar to the we could say an, an all star appearance will get it fully guaranteed. Mm, interesting. So four four for a hundred fourth year part, half guaranteed fully guaranteed with an all star all star appearance. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're an all star, we're happy to pay you twenty five million. Ah. And it'll, and it'll be declining too, so it'll probably be low twenties by then. Okay, yeah. So I it would be like twenty eight, twenty nine this year, and then decline, something like that. Yeah, let's uh maybe try and start it around like twenty five or around like twenty six or so, and just really slight declines, probably actually. Okay, I mean, just a little uh, bit more room for this year. All right, Boston. I'm about to take this four for a hundred offer. Do you have a Do you have a four for a hundred offer for me? I picked uh, you in in free agency in 2017. I'm the one that made you guys relevant. We would yeah. would have won the championship if I didn't have that freak ankle injury. The fourth year is actually not a huge deal. I mean, if you would come back at a lower number than that. If if you'd prefer to be here, we could even throw a player option at the end to to decrease. And you've had a ton of injury problems, so player option should have extra value for you. But we would want the number to drop kind of significantly. What if we did four for 
So what number would you be thinking? <laughs> We're thinking like maybe 22 a year, four for 88 with a player option. I mean, I think by nature of me opting out, I'm kind of betting on myself. So I think I'll take the four for 100 because uh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty confident that I can make the all-star team this year because I'm, I'm Gordon Hayward and I opted out of 34 million. But um, yeah, so I, I, I mean, uh, Celtics, if you're not if you're not willing to go up to 100, I think I'm going to take the Hawks offer. Even with a player option. You did four for 100 with a player option. Well, obviously, that's better than four for 100 with a non-guarantee. I'm saying how much lower. Like, what, 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 would, what, is, what would a player option buy me compared to their half guarantee or whatever? Well, if you offer anything less than four for 100 with a player option, I'm, I'm going to the Hawks. But if you offer that. Oh, you prefer the Hawks. You prefer the Hawks to us. I see. Well, you have to. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm the third wing there. I, I'm, not, I'm not loving it. On a championship contender. Uh, uh, with your college coach. Um, yes. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> where you chose to be. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to. You have no way of replacing me. What is the I know, I know. That's the killer. The killer is the no way to replace you. Just the Tatum. Ex- the, the real problem, is, I mean, a Tatum Supermax blows everything up. Um, like, a Tatum Max is manageable here, but a Tatum Super Max basically means we have to trade Kemba or you. Not that I would say that, but... Um, All right. Well, I, we, I think, four for, I think four for 100 is too rich, so I think we're... Uh, all right. I think we're out at that number. I'll go to Atlanta then, the, the four for 100 with the partial guarantee in the fourth year. And do you care if we just play around with a few different structures to figure out how we want to start it? Uh, as long as I get my $100 million with the All-Star appearance, I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, uh, do, Stepping out of character, do you guys think Boston would do would match the 4 for 100? That's like right at the, like the tipping point of where I, I think it's true. I, I don't think they, they would. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have so much money coming in. Then, yeah. and, and the Kemba Max for, what is it, three, three more years? That's kind of yeah, scary. It's two and a, it's two like and a the knee stuff. And, yeah, yeah and the table. at least they got year. Brown at under the max, but still, it's a lot. It's not much. The fourth year at isn't that concerning. Honestly, it's the third year that almost concerns me more when uh, Smart is off the books and he has to be hurt. That, that like once you get to the like a big third year, I think that's the end of Smart, which like that's where my concern really is. I kind of think they might i think it's really close but just like losing an asset for nothing when you're a championship contender like they could always trade Kemba later they have so many picks and young guys like just feel like they could move it if they really needed to and they had like a massive tax crunch i just feel like keeping the asset is they actually don't have they have no picks left i mean it's all their own they have their own but they they're they're out of extra picks the hawks would have been willing to to add on just like two or three million like whatever it would take to Get Boston out of it. Yeah, but all the recent draftees, too, though. And like some yeah, yeah. I mean, I was kind of surprised that the Hawks selected a Kongwu, which makes me think that Capella might be expendable. I mean, I I don't think the Celtics would be that interested in taking on Capella because I, I think they like Tice and they like Time they can't. They can't really take on Capella. Well, in, like, lo- the sign- Oh, in a, in a, I mean, it would have to be a separate transaction involving, like, 
all this, all, like half, like six guys. Would it have to be separate though if you just sign and trade Capella over with the Hayward signing? Because aren't the Hawks taking Hayward into cap space? Yeah, the so Hawks would have plenty act- of cap space, especially if they lose Capella. Yeah. And the the base yeah, comp- hard cap. It hard caps Boston. Yeah, that's why I just wasn't sure about. If like Boston's hard cap was too much. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good oh. point. I mean, I have the Celtics right They're now without close. Hayward. They at about like, eight. What, like 120? I have them at about 18.5 under the tax. is at 16. Like, so when you're talking about $8.5 million to... Yeah, but their roster's pretty much full already. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I mean, that's true. I don't know. I just, it's... I feel, this roster feels like it has... Is if if Hayward left, it feels like there's it has to have a trade in it, and I don't think you'd really want to. I mean, I personally wouldn't want to restrict flexibility that much. Um, I mean, now if they took you know Canner and a bunch of other like, yeah, some other people, then that'd be fine. But yeah, all right. Um, I think. So we can move on to the restricted free agents now, and. Yeah, so what we're doing here is just we're going to allow the restricted free agents to negotiate with their own team, maybe try and stop them from even hitting the open market in general. So we'll start this off with Brandon Ingram. Let's get Brandon Ingram's agent on the phone. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the uh, five-year max, fifth-year player option. Um, so we are hoping you'd be willing to maybe take a little bit off like the DeMar DeRozan, Nicole Jokic, Giannis type max. I mean, we did help you basically solidify your standing as a max player. You saw like one of the craziest shooting increases in league history under our shooting coaches. And we really bet on you despite your blood clots and serious injuries. So we really want to keep you around. Um, We were hoping maybe you could give us somewhat of a discount, shave a million or two off at the start. Hmm. What? What is the discount for? Are you, uh, are you trying to do something in free agency? Just to keep a little bit of flexibility open. Uh, but we say we will offer the full five-year max um, with no player option. But if we were giving you the player option, we would like to shave a little bit off. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's just stepping out of character a little bit. It's. It, I think it's unfortunate that we did Hayward before Ingram. Is I mean, I think my next pivot would be to ask Atlanta for the max, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't have that anymore. Don't worry, uh, Knicks here. The, the Knicks have the max. Oh, I forgot that, but yeah, the Knicks. The Knicks have to do something. Uh, okay. Well, we don't have to, but the Knicks have the max open. That's all I'll say. Mm. All right. Would, would you do a three plus one at the max for Brandon Ingram? Well, I can't. I mean, you're still only negotiating with your home, oh, home oh, team, oh. but I'll just say the Knicks have room to offer the max. Hmm. All right. So Pelicans. So you said a five-year max with no player option, and if I had the fifth-year player option, I would have to take a few million less in the first year. Yeah. Um, well, not even. Okay. Not even like it's like just probably we'll start at two million lower, and then just still max increases. Um, mm. Yeah, so and we can even maybe add some language in there to where you, it goes all the way up to the max. If It would be pretty steep, like maybe like first-team All-NBA or second-team All-NBA, something like that. But we just feel that it's 
if we want to do the player option, we would like a little something back because it's not even that common for five-year guys to get the player uh, option. He's got like Carl Anthony Towns doesn't have one. Um, I believe a few other stars who I probably should have looked up before don't have them. But uh, yeah, so we're just asking for a little discount if we give you a player option. But if you want the full max, we'll do five years, no player option. Yeah, I mean, I think I think realistically, yeah, I, I think I'll take the five-year max with no with no player option. Um, I think going from someone who's kind of, not, I mean not even really thought of well in the Anthony Davis trade to getting offered the max. I, I think that's too, that's too much to not, not take, especially because you're the only team that can offer me in the fifth year. So yeah, I'll, I'll do the five year max. All right. Perfect. Okay. So who do we have next? Uh, Anthony Melton. All right, let's get Melton. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so Memphis here. Um, you know, we like you. We'd, we'd like to bring you back. Our main concern is we want, and ideally, we'd also like to use the MLE and stay under the tax. But you're our priority. So we were thinking three years, twenty-four million. Hmm. Well, from my calculations, you're about twenty million under the tax as of now. So okay. I think you can offer me a little bit more and still have the full MLE. Um, I mean, I I was thinking at least you know that four year player salary about four for fifty. Twenty million under the I don't. I don't, I don't think your number is right there. Well, how, how much do you think the, you're under the tax? Uh, if we keep John Tay Porter's, if we pick up John Tay Porter's team option, I have us at about $15 million. Hmm. I mean, plus, that includes your hold. So it's, it's oh, a little yeah. more. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. I I just recalculated it because I forgot because they you might be thinking about the, you might be they, looking at the apron. Well, they they traded for the thirtieth pick, so I didn't have yes. that in there, and I didn't and I didn't have uh, Porter's option because I it's been reported that you're going to decline that and then sign oh, it for really? the minimum. Oh. Yeah. I mean, his option is is basically the minimum, but sure. Yeah. Um. Okay, I mean, so sorry. What was your offer then? Um, I mean, I was thinking something of the ilk of what Bogdanovich from the Kings turned down last year, like four for fifty-two. Um, it it's the contract that starts at that, like the average player salary with the with the raises. That I think with this cap is a little under fifty-two for four years. Yeah. Um, and I and I mean, you Thanks you would have box. room to use at least a good amount of the MLA. I mean, the, the roster is pretty full as it is. I, I don't, I mean, I think I'm, I'm better than whatever MLE guy you're going to get. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I don't disagree. You are better. I would assume than whatever MLE we're going to get. Um, but we also don't know what kind of market is out there above the MLE. So we'll, so we'll do three years, 
starting at 10 million with with the eight percent raises i mean i i think that's definitely a better offer than, than is out there with especially with the hawk space all gone and the hornets have three point guards now hawks still have 19 million just throwing that out there um wait can can he get eight percent raises since he just says early oh, bird you're limited right. to five or that's a good that's a good point i forgot he'd only been in the league two years yeah um, um okay so let's see so three years starting at 10 million um yeah, yeah i mean it's i i think i'm gonna test the mark the market because okay. i think there are some teams that could offer at least mle if not a little bit more even if teams are offering the mle uh, well yeah but i i i mean i think your offer is a little bit low because you you figure that no team's gonna offer more than mle so i i want to talk to the hawks or the aforementioned knicks and see See what you got. Okay, that's fine. I think I think we'll stick. I mean, we'll, we'll do. We would do four years at that number, I guess. I, mean, I guess that's basically just that's basically exactly what you asked for. <laughs> nah, I think we'll yeah. stick to. I mean, we'll, we would do a team option or a non guarantee on the last year, but that's mm. on, on a four year deal. I think that that's where we end. Yeah, I. I think I'm gonna test the market and okay. get back to you on that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not exactly like an exploding offer or anything. So, do we want to do the Minnesota guys now? Go for Wancho and Beasley. Sure. Yeah, um, we're interested in keeping both of you, um, Malik Beasley. Unfortunately for you, you had a little bit of legal issues pop up recently which we hope you have straightened out and we hope will not actually result in anything serious. But that aside, we also just drafted Anthony Edwards. So we still do foresee you being heavy minutes in our rotation, but we're not sure what's out there for you. You only played about 18 or so minutes a game in Denver, albeit Denver is pretty deep. Um, I mean, do you have something that you want to, like, do you have an offer in mind? Or I don't know if we should just wait for other teams to hop in. Well, first of all, as a player agent for Malik Beasley, I'm categorically denying any wrongdoing in that uh, accused incident. Also, I mean, I, I I declined about three years, $32 million from the Nuggets last year. So I obviously think I'm worth more than that. Um, and you have you have the room to, to, to pay me that. So, I mean, I like, would, would you consider a contract more in the ilk of, like, three for 39 like a like a justice winslow kind of contract um that because that's what i think my market is at yeah i mean you said you declined well three for 30 or something last year but i mean that doesn't guarantee that you made the right decision is what i would say back to you and um the market is super tight uh we were thinking of starting you just over the MLE, and I don't know if, if you'd want three or four years. We probably would prefer, I don't know, maybe three. Like, what if we started, if we did three for 36, how does that make you feel? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 more than I turned down, so it makes me look good as, a, as an agent. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's a competitive offer, but I'm, 
I'm assuming, you know, as a, I, I was really good in my limited time in Minnesota last year. Um, it's true. I think there's going to be some cap space teams that are going to offer more than the MLE. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not opposed to the offer you just made, but especially given his history is that he declined that extension when he was, when he was a role player. Uh, I think I'm going to test the market. Yeah. Well, what, do you want three years or four years, or are you indifferent? Uh, I, I guess it just depends what the what the money is. Okay. So, like four for fifty-two, would that interest you? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's hmm. starts at about eleven and a half or so, and eight percent raises. Yeah. You do that right now. This has nothing to do with the allegations against my client, uh, but I think I'm going to take that four-year offer at $52 million. Perfect. Love to have you back. We traded a first-rounder for you. Um, assuming all the allegations is completely false, which is what you just told me, I think we're ready to rock. For sure, yeah. Completely false. Do we want to go straight to Wanchill then? Sure. Um, similarly, I think we'll let you, like, what What are you looking for? Because we're not sure what your market, um, but we do value you. And... Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm assuming I, that a team would throw me the full MLE. Um, so especially as, you know, you guys, you know, giving up a pick to or the pick that you got uh, in the Covington trade to, to Denver for me and Malik. It wasn't just for Malik. Uh, I, you know, I, I was thinking something in the ilk of uh, about what, what Malik got or if you, I mean. Well, so we, I think we're pretty far off. So maybe we'll just let you test the market. The full MLE, I would be really surprised if you found that, but more power. So, are you willing to offer me right now anything above something that starts around the MLE? No. Even though you wouldn't be using the MLE, but... No. <laughs> or no. Well, do you want to make me an offer just so I can know what you're thinking and then I can decide whether I want to test the market or not? Yeah, I mean, we were thinking of coming in above the taxpayer MLE. Um, something like... Something like three for twenty-one. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I think we're pretty far off on that. Um, and yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think a team like the like the Knicks could really use my shooting. They have a lot of guys who don't space the floor well. So I think I'm going to test the market, but definitely no no bad feelings with Minnesota. Um, and you know, if things don't work out, I would be interested in talking again fair enough sounds good we can revisit all right should we go to dario sarge sure so the so the suns are over the cap right so they're they're keeping my hold from they're giving me a qualifying offer yeah that is correct uh we don't have any cap space anymore so we're going to keep you on the books all right. Well, why don't you make an initial offer? So, 
Yeah, so again, we're keeping you on the books. Um, we are interested in having you back. Um, you know, we're we're not going to. We certainly don't think we're over a barrel on this situation. Um, I mean, we value you. I'm I'm hesitant to make the first offer. I just so what 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 sort of deal you know. What, what sort of deal would you need to just not negotiate, to just go ahead and settle down, stay in Phoenix for a few more years? What's, what's the sort of annual value you'd be looking for? Uh, I mean, if you offered like three for 36, I think I would, I think I'd take it. Okay. So that's certainly, you know, that's pretty significantly more than we're looking looking to pay out. Um, you know, I, I think we'd be willing to give you more like seven or eight million annual. Um, you know, we could do maybe three for 22, three for 24. Um, how would you feel about a deal like that? I mean, I think I'm, I'm a better kind of, rotation big man and Larry Nance and he got four for 41 so uh I don't know I mean I'm 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 Dario Saric I'm I was a Croatian prodigy I mean just as recently as a year ago I I was the sole difference between the six the draft uh and I and I I had to play backup center in the bubble you know I I've, I've really sacrificed a lot and you know you went eight and oh with me in in that role so surprised that you think I'm uh, worth a little bit less than that. Um, so, so I would say, first of all, we don't, as the Phoenix Suns or as any organization, we don't base uh, many of our financial decisions off of what the Cleveland Cavaliers do. Um, in fact, we usually try to try to do the opposite of whatever the Cavs do. But uh, your point, your point is, you mean like win uh, championships or or a championship? You know, I, I think I'm okay avoiding the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers history for the most part. Um, I, I I don't think there are any rules named after our owners. Although there might be, there may be a rule at some point named after our owner. Uh, I can't imagine what the Sarver rule is going to be, but it's not going to be good. Um, it's goat uh, related. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so so again, I, I do hear what you're saying, um, and we do want you back on the team. You know, especially now that we've um, not only traded for Chris Paul, which we think makes us a, a clear playoff contender, but in that deal, we've gotten rid of Kelly Oubre, who was one of the guys we sort of saw you um, overlapping with to an extent. So I, I, I let's go ahead and say I'll offer you three for twenty-seven. Um, and if, and if that doesn't, if that doesn't satiate your appetite, we can go into the restricted free agency process. Um, you know, as you're saying with Wancho, no hard feelings, we'd still want to have you back, but I just think beyond, you know, 9 million average value, that's, you know, we're getting into full MLE discussion. We are getting into, you know, borderline starter, highly valued backup. You know, high, highly valued rotation player money there. So we, we think that's um, more than fair. Although, again, we're not going to be offended if you decide to go into restricted free agency. Would you do a fourth year on that? 
I wouldn't fully guarantee it. I don't know exactly what the rules on that are. Um, I might do it half guaranteed, maybe. Hmm. So four for 36, fourth year half guarantee. Hmm. Better I do, I do more like four for 32 straight up. Hmm. I mean, that's like Zubach money. Hmm. Interesting. I could I, I could give you Zubach money. Sure. I was good in Philadelphia though. That was only like two years ago. That's true. You almost won the uh, Rookie of the Year on one of the worst All teams right. ever. All right. Let's let's iron this out. Say, yeah, so four, four for thirty-two or three for sorry four for thirty-six half guaranteed. Either of those are on the table. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd sign right now if it was four for 36 fully guaranteed. You know what? I'd be willing to stand my ground on this one. Um, okay. I guess I'll hit the market then. Cool beans. All right. That was the end of part one. Part two will pick up right where we left off.